I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> It's Labor and Love, jumpy little tune to start us out on a Saturday morning. Stomping at the Savoy.
Don't take my word for it. I read it in the papers. I saw it on TV. Vamos a ver. Dicen que los gringos son unos hombres muy valientes Por eso mandan latinos primerito para el frente Y los ricos se presentan como gente muy patriota Por eso la clase obrera está en Irak calzando botas Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo Ahí tienen la tele como testigo, pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo. Ahí tienen la tele como testigo. Por allá andan presumiendo sus aviones invisibles, que sus bombas solo matan a soldados y a civiles. Ay, Chihuahua, ¿cómo está eso? También dicen que sus bombas no se han dirigido mal Han caído en edificios y uno que otro hospital Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo Ahí tienen la tele como testigo Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo Ahí tienen la tele como testigo Y cuentan que los Hussein Son unos hombres muy matones Pero como van las cosas A Bush no le llegan ni a los talones Otros dicen que la ONU Se opuso a la invasión No sabiendo esa señora Que Bush era su patrón pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo Ahí tienen la tele como testigo Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo Ahí tienen la tele como testigo Ay, ay, ay CNN, Fox News, Univision Todos dicen y dicen Y si lo dicen, por algo lo dicen Pero a la hora de la hora No sé ni lo que dicen Solo que otros dicen que esta guerra es ilegal Pero por nosotros ser gabachos Eso no se ve tan mal Soy jornalero, disque ilegal Pero qué suerte la mía Si me voy para Irak Bush me da ciudadanía en la tumba, en la tumba, ya con esta me despido de esta gran calamidad. Les deseo mucha suerte descubriendo la verdad. Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo. Ahí tienen la tele como testigo. Pero a mí no me crean lo que les digo. Ahí tienen la tele. Como testigo la 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 Vámonos You people can watch while I'm scrubbing these floors and I'm scrubbing the floors while you're gawking 
Maybe once you tip me and it makes you feel swell in this crummy southern town, in this crummy old hotel, but you'll never guess to who you're talking. No, you couldn't ever guess to who you're talking. Then one night there's a scream in the night and you wonder who could that have been? And you see me kind of grinning while I'm scrubbing. And you say, what she got to grin? I'll tell you, there's a ship, the black freighter with a skull on its masthead will be coming in. Get upstairs, what's wrong with you? Earn your keep here. And you toss me your tips and look out to the ships. But I'm counting your heads as I'm making the beds. Cause there's nobody gonna sleep here. Tonight, nobody's gonna sleep here, honey. Nobody. And you say, who's that kicking up around? And you see me kind of staring out the window. And you say, what's she got to stare at now? I'll tell you, there's a ship. The black freighter. around in the harbor shooting guns from her bow now you gentlemen can wipe off that smile off your face because every building in town is a flat one this whole freaking place will be down to the ground only this cheap hotel standing up safe and sound and you yell Yes, that's what you say. Why do they spare that one? All the night through, through the noise and to-do, you wonder who is that person that lives up there? And you see me stepping out in the morning, looking nice with a ribbon in my hand. <laughs> and the ship, the black freighter, runs a flag up its masthead and a cheer rings the
noon by the clock and so still at the dock you can hear foghorn miles away and in that quiet of death I'll say right That, of course, was Nina Simone. This is this is the B, and we're coming at you this morning from Mutiny Radio on 2781 21st Street. Hoping you had a good week and good work. Remember, if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for that dollar they didn't get. Remember, if you don't have a seat at the table, at the negotiating table where you work, you're probably on the menu. And finally, never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Good morning, everybody. It's the Labor and Love Show coming your way, and we had our opening set there. Started off with something nice and mellow, some vintage Benny Goodman on a song called Stompin' at the Savoy. And of course the the significance of that is that the Savoy Ballroom in New York City, Harlem I believe, was the only place where blacks and whites could get together and dance and celebrate. Dancing, stomping at the Savoy, Benny Goodman. Then we had um, my buddy Francisco Herrera, pero a mí no me crean. Yeah, they say that uh, white people are very brave, but how come they always put the Mexicans, Latinos, up in the front? And uh, they say that they're they're uh, 
bombs are so good that they only hit uh, militants who are opposing us? How come they always end up hitting hospitals? Or every person they kill is a militant? Anyway. Pero a mí no me creen. Don't take my word for it. I saw it on TV. And then Pirate Jenny, the aforementioned Pirate Jenny by Brecht and Weil from the the Three Penny Opera. I believe Pirate Jenny, yeah. Uh, sung by the inimitable Nina Simone. Good morning, everybody. And um, what have we got on the labor beat today? Well, you love your chocolate, but you might might be supporting child slavery. A lot of chocolate manufacturers depend on child slavery. We'll get more of that. New Jersey public employees stop a state shutdown. Chris Christie tried to shut down the state of New Jersey, but labor kept it open. Okay, as media focuses on Russia collision, Trump is quietly stacking the labor board with union busters. A little more on that. Why is net neutrality a working class issue? Labor school today, what are your wine garden rights? This is one of your most sacred and most sacrosanct <laughs> rights as a working person you have this right the wine garden rights and we'll talk more about that what about labor history well, we're going to highlight the san francisco general strike which took place in july of 1934 radio labor we've got labor radio June 17th anniversary of the Port Chicago strike. What was the Port Chicago strike during World War II? And finally, the Coal Wars, July 20th, 1891. Militia forces guarding a stockade at a mine near Bryceville, Tennessee, surrendered to miners during Coal Creek War to keep convict laborers from competing with free miners. Okay. And as always, music of social significance. Huh? Let's get back with some more of that. Here's La Yeni. I'm not a slave and I'm not your princess. Estoy pidiendo joyas, ni pieles ni palacios, ni quiero que me alfombren las calles al pasar. Tampoco es que yo exija ni tierras ni riquezas, más que estar recibiendo. Está regalar. Tan solo estoy pidiendo sentirme 
compasión Ojalá comprendiera que estoy desesperada Buscando quien se entregue Como me entrego yo Even when Germany 
but it's still going on here today. The government now wants the land that of the Seneca and the Cheyenne. It's here and it's now, you must help us, dear man, now that the buffalo's gone. In America, you get food to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet You just sing about Jesus and drink wine all day It's great to be an American Ain't no lion or tiger Ain't no mamba snake Just a sweet watermelon in the buckwheat cake Everybody is as happy as a man can be Climb aboard, little walk, sail away with me Sail away Sail away We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay Sail away Sail away We will cross The mighty ocean Into Charleston Bay In America Every man is free To take care of his home And his family As happy as a monkey in a monkey tree Y'all gonna be an American Sail away Sail away We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay Sail away Sail away We will cross The mighty ocean Into Charleston Bay Labor and Love here. This is the B, a.k.a. Bill Morgan. Working the morning shift with you on a nice Saturday here in the Mission District. Hope it's nice where you are. Get out and do whatever moves you to do. We had the uh, Princesa Nisclava, Jenny, Jenny Rivera, the native of Long Beach, California. Followed by Now That the Buffalo's Gone and Sail Away, grim reminders of the foundations of our American nation. 
conservative critic Charles Krauthammer was lamenting the other day that people don't respect the United States. And he said the reason is that people, instead of, after, uh, after demonstrating and pushing for change in the 60s when they went to work, they went into educational institutions and they're affecting opinion now. Well, of course, Mr. Krauthammer doesn't seem to have any idea about what teachers go through. Certainly not on the elementary level. And uh, where did it come from? It's still, there's still this strand of social justice that's demanding social justice. Where did it come from? Well, it came out of the struggles of the 30s and the World War II struggle against fascism. Tens of millions of Americans thought that fighting against fascism was an important enough thing for them to do. So, and then as he went on, he said, every society is based on this. Every society is based on taking things away from someone else. Which is a lesson in itself. That would be a wonderful lesson to teach uh, in history class. Something like that. Anyway. Teachers are working hard out there. Please help them out whenever you can. Uh, now that the buffalo's gone, sail away. Now, listen to the Win News Report. Workers Independent News Week in Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. On August 3rd and 4th, Nissan workers in Canton, Mississippi will vote on whether or not to join the United Auto Workers. This NLRB vote has been years in the making, and the Nissan workers are being subjected to a very aggressive anti-union campaign from Nissan that includes anti-union videos, playing in the plant, and forced meetings, including one-on-one -on -one meetings with Nissan supervisors, where workers are subjected to fear and intimidation tactics by the employer. Nissan worker Christopher Milton. Fear, intimidation, even racism is part of that plant every day. We go through a lot of that. Put fear on the workers, we can control them. But they don't ever give us a fair chance to say why we need a union. We need a voice at this plant and the intimidation and the fear that really needs to stop. Dion Monroe says her boss has threatened that organizing a union will lead to pay cuts and worse. He told me that if the unions come to Nissan, that y'all pay gonna be cut or the pay might close. Nothing is more inspiring than when people whom the powerful want to keep down rise up. And we too will rise. To rise takes more than a moment or even a hundred moments. It takes a movement. And you, my brothers and sisters, you are part of that movement. In a fierce and passionate defense of public education and its central role in American democracy, AFT President Randy Weingarten Thursday blasted efforts to replace public education with private charter schools. Vouchers, tuition tax credits, and private for-profit charter 
charter schools do not work. An innovative community benefits agreement in Los Angeles is creating a robust program to create more job opportunities for people who need it the most. Jobs to Move America is partnering with BYD Company to build electric buses in the city of Lancaster in Los Angeles County. Jobs to Move America includes the AFL-CIO, SMART, the International Association of Sheet Metal, Air, Rail, and Transportation Workers Union, IBEW, IAM, and the Blue-Green Alliance. Jobs to Move America's Erica T. Patterson says there will be hundreds of good union jobs building buses with zero emissions into the environment, a community benefits model that could be embraced by companies nationwide. This is an example of what we would like to see from all companies in this industry, a real commitment to not only invest in cleaning up our environment, but creating opportunities and career pathways for people who need these jobs most. Postal and federal worker unions are urging members to call their members of Congress to register protests opposing what they say are deep pay and benefits budget cuts. Judy Beard is legislative and political director with the American Postal Workers Union. The cuts are against working people. At the same time, it finances trillions of dollars in tax breaks for the wealthiest few. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham. And here's a radio labor, the world This is Solidarity News on Radio Labor. This is a Radio Labor World Report recorded on Friday, July 21st, 2017. I'm Mark Belanger. In the report this week, the Mexican government used secret surveillance technology to impede investigations into the disappearance of 43 trainee teachers. A global union stops three ships in the UK who were grossly mistreating crew members. British unions fight for the rights of pregnant workers. And the Labor Start report about union events around the world. This is Radio Labor. The New York Times has reported that the Mexican government used sophisticated surveillance technology to spy on an independent investigation into the disappearance of 43 student teachers in 2014. The investigation was conducted by the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights. Representatives of the commission told the Times that investigators were harassed by the Mexican government right from the start. Now, there is evidence that very expensive technology, which only governments can purchase, was used to spy on the commission's work. The spying intensified after the government reported that local police and drug gangs had killed the student teachers and burned their bodies. Investigators for the commission could find no evidence of a fire big enough to burn 43 bodies. One of the organizations which has been pushing to find out the truth about the disappearance of the student teachers is the American Federation of Teachers. The AFT represents 1.6 million teachers and other workers. It wants the United Nations Human Rights Council to find out what happened to the student teachers. I talked to AFT President Randy Weingarten about the situation just after the AFT called on the UN to investigate. 43 teachers in training, Mexican teachers in training, disappeared under very 
mysterious circumstances. And despite people from all across the world, including Mexican teachers, asking the government to take an investigation seriously and find these teachers and training, people who wanted to make a difference in the lives of children. Not only was the government silent, but there's some evidence that suggests that they were complicit. And so now a group of trade unionists from Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Colombia, El Salvador, and ourselves are asking the UN Human Rights Council to find these teachers or find out what happened. There is a grave injustice that has been done, a human rights violation, a moral violation, and that's why we have all collectively in solidarity taken this action. The British Trades Union Congress, the TUC, is fighting back against pregnancy discrimination. See Maria Ainsborough reports. For many of the 15 million women working in Britain, becoming pregnant can be a job-losing experience. That's why the UK's Trades Union Congress is campaigning for better protection for women who become pregnant. The TUC represents 52 unions in the country. Here are some of the women who have been discriminated against because they decided to have a child. When I told my employer I wanted to take maternity leave, I was made to feel like I was an irresponsible teenager. They were aggressive and made me feel guilty. I was told I had to leave because I was pregnant. I had become too expensive for them to keep me on. I felt worthless. My employer ended my contract two weeks after I disclosed my pregnancy. I was shouted and sworn at for being in the toilet with morning sickness. Victoria Phillips is a lawyer working with the Trades Union Congress. Pregnancy discrimination is very common and can be very aggressive. Unfortunately, the majority of pregnancy discrimination cases go unchallenged. Most women with a young baby aren't emotionally strong enough for a long and costly legal battle. Sarah Bailey is the former head of the TUC's Equality and Human Rights Department. One in three women do not return to the same job after maternity leave, even though they have the right to. This is a huge waste of women's skills, talent and experience. This is Seamarie Ainsborough reporting for Radio Labour. When one of the world's 53,000 transport ships entered the English port of Sharpness in May, it became another example of the horrible working conditions many seafarers face on board. An investigation found that the crew of the vessel Tassin had been drinking seawater for the past 10 days because no potable water was available. The crew had been eating out-of-date food, and their wages had not been paid for three months or more. But the conditions would probably not have been uncovered if it were not for the International Transport Workers Federation. The ITF works on behalf of the world's 1.5 million seafarers. Based in London, it has vessel inspectors in ports all around the world. These inspectors look for violations of the Maritime Labor Convention of the International Labor Organization. The ILO is the UN agency focused on matters of work in the world. The convention and international law address issues such as minimum pay and safety. In the case of the Tassin, multiple violations of the convention were found, and so the vessel was detained by the UK's border force. Following the intervention of the ITF, crew members were repatriated and paid in full, including one seafarer who had been paid only $250 a month. 
ITF inspector Darren Proctor said the shipmaster somehow thought it was acceptable to pay the crew every three months and did not keep wage accounts. The vessel, said Mr. Proctor, has been revisited and issued with a further list of deficiencies. He added that the ship was flagged by Panama, but he has not heard from the Panamanian government. Meanwhile, two more vessels, owned by the same company which operates the Tassin, were also detained in the UK for not fulfilling the obligations of the Maritime Labor Convention. Now here with his report about union events around the world is Labor Start correspondent Derek Blackadder. Here's a small sample of the average of 350 news items added to our site each day last week. Our top story section included links to items about the lessons workers can learn from the Australian cricket players dispute, the escalating attack on the right to strike in Spain where unions have led the fight against government austerity programs, and more killings of trade unionists in Colombia. We had news of strikes and lockouts in dozens of countries. Here are just a few highlights. The two-week-long auto workers' strike in Serbia ended after government mediation. There were strikes by non-union cleaners at several American airports last week as workers complained of harassment as they attempt to organize. Rural social workers in India remained off the job in an effort to win a wage increase. Healthcare workers in Haiti, on strike for almost a week over wages and appalling working conditions, looked to be close to ending their walkout as the week ended. In South Africa, police emergency line operators escalated their wage dispute into a walkout this week, while zoo workers ended their strike after a new agreement was reached. Greek hospitality workers were protesting changes to that country's labor laws. And in Peru, workers belonging to over 50 unions mounted a national mining strike. Labor Start's global hotspot this week was Kenya. Kenyan public employees in several sectors, including health and education and general administration, were striking over unpaid wages. Doctors and nurses and university workers were either out on strike or preparing to strike as public sector workers entered their second month without pay and as parastatal workers found that their employers were refusing to honor collective agreements, all in the lead-up to national elections. Our top working women's stories included coverage of the introduction of pay equality laws in Germany, the struggle to have global brands take responsibility for the effects their decisions have on garment workers in Cambodia, and how women workers in New Zealand have been using the courts to press their demand for pay equity. The health and safety newswire we run in cooperation with Hazards magazine carried stories to hundreds of union websites around the world about the hazards under which mail is delivered in areas near Canadian forest fires, the rising number of assaults on workers in Australian schools, and the effects on worker and public safety of years of cuts to the British Fire Service. Currently, Labor Start is running seven online actions. Take just a few seconds out of your day and join thousands of trade unionists around the world in helping workers make their lives better, or even help save those lives. This is Derek Blackadder from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor. And that's it. International Labor News you can use. Okay, that was our uh, 
National Labor Report and World Labor Report. As the gloves come off down in uh, Mississippi, have to watch that one. August 3rd and 4th is the vote. Um, as you know, employers will do anything to keep a union out. They'll spend all kinds of money and um, hire goons. We're going to talk about National Labor Relations Board a little later. One of Trump's appointees is uh, was a mainstay of one of the most virulent anti-union uh, union busting uh, legal legal companies. I'll well, talk about that a little later. Want to get on to the 1934 San Francisco general strike? Um, what would that be? 63, 73, 83 years ago, 1934, the city was virtually shut down by a general strike. At the same time, there was a general strike in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, by and large, both were very successful. When the working class rises and becomes militant like that, uh, they usually win. This about the San Francisco New federal laws supported the right to join unions, and across America, a wave of strikes tested the New Deal's commitment to labor. In San Francisco, striking longshoremen had closed the port for two months. Violence erupted when police broke through strikers' picket lines. Two men were killed, more than 70 injured. Within hours, California's governor, Frank Merriam, declared a state of emergency. Forbearance with the striking longshoremen in San Francisco has passed the point of common sense and good citizenship. I have ordered the National Guard of California to move into San Francisco to safeguard life, to protect state property, and to preserve order. Labor leaders believed that Merriam had called out the Guard to break the strike. In support of the longshoremen, more than 100,000 union workers walked off their jobs calling for a citywide general strike. San Francisco shut down. People began to hoard food. The Roosevelt administration was now torn between supporting or condemning the general strike. New Deal administrator Hugh Johnson spoke for those who felt that labor had gone too far. You are living out here under the stress of a general strike. Now the right of dissatisfied men to strike against a recalcitrant employer is inviolate. But the general strike is quite another matter. That is a threat to the community. That is a menace to government. That is civil war. 
After four days, workers called off the general strike. Longshoremen and ship owners agreed to arbitration, and the city came back to life. For many, the strike was a warning of the power which the New Deal had placed in the hands of ordinary working people. And troops on the streets of San Francisco triggered fears that the country was on the brink of revolution. Moviegoers across America saw alarming reports of the general strike. Also, the police have organized the only mounted gas squad in the world. They've been ordered to round up the Reds. The radical agitators blamed for the virulence of the strike. They're out to comb the railroad yards, to rout out nests of communists hiding in empty boxcars. That gas will drive them into the open. Yep, there's a bunch of them now, dodging the stinging gas clouds. That was a little snippet about the San Francisco general strike that was lifted from uh, Fred Glass's uh, movie, Golden Land's Working Hands. And, of course, you heard the, the newsreel. The announcer on the newsreel made no uh, bones about which side he was on. Clear out the Reds. Who was the leader of that general strike? One of the leaders was none other than Harry Bridges. And here's a little thing on him. Actor, being Harry Bridges. Step by step, the longest march can be won. Many stones can form an arch, singly none And by union what we will can be accomplished still Drops of water turn a mill, singly none mother, my Irish Catholic mother, she was always writing home to Dublin and she had a large hand so the address took up most of the envelope. Well she sent me off to the post office, I was about seven, and I always had to buy penny stamps. So I had to stick stamps all over the front of the envelope, turn it over, stick them all over the back to make up the postage. One day I went home, I said, Mama, why can't I buy shilling stamps? And she said, never because the shilling stamp has a picture of the King of England on it and no son of mine is going to lick the other side. <laughs> Put the gas mask on Put the gas mask on Put the gas mask on You ain't got too long Then the police started pushing us back to the intersection of Mission and Stewart Streets just off the waterfront. When the police car arrived and shots were fired, two men 
lay dead. Scrap iron, crude oil bound for Japan, we refused to load it. We didn't like the way they were bombing those cities in China. And we figured it just might come back at us one day. Same way as we refused to load some German ships because of Hitler and some Italian ships when Mussolini invaded Ethiopia. An injury to one is an injury to all. And I'll tell you something else. Interfere in the foreign policy of our country? Sure as hell. That's our job. That's our right. That's our privilege. That's our duty. Foreign policy is too damned important to be left to the striped pants set in Washington, D.C. I said then that if all the jobs on the dock were to disappear, if they were to dwindle away and all that was left was just two jobs, just two, and I had my way, I'd make damn sure that one of them went to a black worker. And And here's the thing. See, I have every right to be prejudiced because I was brought up in a racist country. I was taught that white people are superior. But I learned better, see? My dear judge, if Harry Bridges is deported, he is more than likely to organise the whole British Empire against us. <laughs> he is a dangerous man and should be kept where we can watch him. Our very good friends of the British domain have more than their fair share of troubles already. Patriotically yours, signed, I see clearly. <laughs> anyway, Carol King, she could write a letter herself. Listen to this. All I have to say is that you are a bastard. <laughs> and the next time you behave like this, I will murder you in cold blood. Well, for that, they threw me back in jail, which I did not like, not one bit. Although, while I was there, I did read 12 books, I put on 15 pounds, and I organised the guards into the Teamsters. <laughs>
people get ready There's a train coming You don't need no baggage You just get on board All you need is faith To hear the diesel's humming You don't need no ticket You just thank the Lord I believe, I believe, I believe, I do believe. Oh, people get ready. There's a train to Jordan picking up passengers from coast to coast. They Open the doors and pour them There is hope for all Among those loved the most There ain't no room For the hopeless sinner Who would hate all mankind Just to save his own A pity on those Chances grow thinner For there's no hiding place Against the kingdom's throne
James Brown. Finished our first hour there with James Brown. I don't want nobody to give me nothing. Just open up the door. Just give the opportunity. Um, James Brown thinking about staying in school. We're going to get this together. And again, at this time, if anyone else, teachers, parents, advisors, you know, telling kids these same things would be hitting on a deaf ear. But when James Brown would say it, all of a sudden it became uh, important, important to their lives. So James Brown, preceded by People Get Ready by the... <clears throat> By the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Neville Brothers, People Get Ready, the Curtis Mayfield classic. And next week we'll play a version of that that was done by uh, the Lumpen, which is the house band of the Black Panther Party. They have a version of People Get Ready. And um, before that, we heard about the 34 general strike and what an important watershed event it was a lot of the new deal legislation came about as a result of of this direct action labor confrontations in big cities all over the country this was also the time of the a year another year or two of the sit-down strikes in uh, michigan around the auto plant so Remember, 1934, general strike. There was another general strike in Minneapolis, and there was a general strike in 1948 in Oakland, which we'll have some more information on as we go along here. Let's take a break now, and when we come back, we'll talk about supporting child slavery by eating that candy bar. Talk about how Chris Christie tried to shut down the state of New Jersey, but was denied that privilege. Why is net neutrality so important? Why is net neutrality so important? Find that out. As media focuses on Russia, Trump stacking the NLRB, Wine Garden writes, see you in a couple of minutes.
Okay, back now, back for the uh, second hour of the Labor and Love Show. The Labor and Love Show is coming to you today, right now, live from 2781 21st Street in the Mero Mero, El Corazón de la Misión, the very heart of the mission, from Mutiny Radio, which is far more than just a radio station. It's become the center of the underground comic comedy scene in San Francisco. We have uh, live bands playing here. We have drama pieces. We have video. We have the aforementioned radio and comedy. Come on down to Mutiny Radio. You can rent a space here and put on your own event. Or you can join up with us and become one of our programmers. Come on down to Mutiny Radio. Talk to Pam Sadai, our station manager, our hardworking, overworked station manager. Before we get on with the rest of the show, I want to play a couple of uh, spoken language things, one by Malcolm X, one by Lenny Bruce. And we'll see what we follow that up with. Here's Malcolm X. No taxation without representation. Police brutality and poverty tax against the so-called Negroes throughout the United States. We believe that the federal government should intercede to see that black men and women tried in white courts receive justice in accordance with the law of the land or allow us to build a new nation for ourselves dedicated to justice, freedom, and, and liberty. We do not believe that after 400 years of free labor, sweat, and blood, which has helped America become rich and powerful, that so many thousands of black people should have to exist on relief, charity, or live in poor houses. We want the government of the United States to exempt our people from all taxation. As long as our people, as long as we are deprived of equal justice under the laws of the land. And this is a fact. Why should you be taxed? when you don't get anything in return? How can you be charged the same tax as the white man when you don't enjoy the same rights as the white man or the same citizenship as the white man or the same protection by the law as the white man? What do you look like riding in the coach on the train, second class, and paying full Pullman fare while the conductor is out of his mind to make you pay as much as in the coach as they're paying in the power car? So if you don't pay second, uh, first class passage for, uh, for a second class See, you have no business in a government as a second-class citizen paying first-class taxes. The government of the United States should exempt our people from all taxation as long as we are deprived of equal justice under the laws of the land. We believe that intermarriage or race mixing should be prohibited, and it should. We are against intermarriage. We don't want to see any black man with any white woman and no white man with a black woman. Let the white man have his white woman and let the black man have his black woman. And when you find these black women running around here, sneaking around with white men, catch them, straighten her out. I should say straighten her up and straighten him out. Uh, if I should win the nomination, I will win, yes. Uh, and if I become a candidate, I believe I will be nominated. Naturally, uh, that's a self-serving statement and intended to be so. Uh, but, but you can 
but, but I, I am convinced that the man who, event, who survived... Nixon, he hung out with Eisenhower too long. My mental dictionary and my own thoughts are now not as well coordinated as they were once. Eisenhower, he never took his clothes off. I can never, he never went to the toilet, he just stood there. Those who have lost elections in the past have come back to win. I hope to come back to win. That's why he'll never make it. You know that in your heart, he can't make it. I can win. Can I win? Uh, I hope to win. I must demonstrate. I must hope to come back to win. But I can win. I can do the job. Seal, send in Nixon. <laughs> Hello, Nick, sweetie. Sit down, baby. Ah, oh, has he cute? Has a black curly head, devil? Uh, get some of that twelve-year-old scotch over here, little Havana, huh, baby? Uh, sweetie, what's going on? Yeah. Don't put me on. Nobody's putting you on, no? How'd you like to go to Lebanon? Uh, why don't you stop? Like, I don't want to go on any more trips. You did great Caracas. Are you kidding? They hated me there. They spit at me. They hate me. They threw rocks at me. A few squares who didn't take your rabble rouses. I don't want to go anyway. Create a monster, is that what I did? The boy I helped capture teeth. I don't want to be ungrateful or anything like that. It's just I don't, I don't, you know, if I did good in one place, you know. You did good in Biloxi. I don't want to go. Why? They just don't like me, that's all. There's something about my hair, I think. Want me to tell you the truth? What? They liked you at your old lady, Pat. <laughs> that's it. Everybody dug you. It's her. She overdresses. <laughs> Besides, who brings their wife on a trip? <laughs> You'll go. You're not even going to fly tourists this time. Lenny Bruce with his take on uh, Richard Nixon. Let's play one more. Here's a... Uh... Bruce Bruce. I thought I heard the captain say Pay me my money down Tomorrow is our sailing day Pay me my money down Pay me, pay me Pay me my money down Pay me or go to jail Pay me my money down As soon as that boat clears the bar Pay me my money down Pay nothing head down Where the spar Pay me my money down Pay me, pay me Pay me my money down Pay me or go to jail 
Bruce Springsteen, uh, there with, with the traditional Pay Me My Money Down. The song evidently originated on the, the docks, dock workers in Georgia during the 1910s and 20s. Picked up by Lead Belly, I believe. Um, Pay Me My Money Down, Bruce Springsteen. And preceding that, we had uh, Lenny Bruce as if he's talking to Richard Nixon. Now, Bruce would have a field day with Donald Trump. He'd probably agree with some things that Trump did or said so that he could uh, poke fun at them. Um, where, where are you, Lenny, now that we need you? And then... Another Where Are You Now That We Need You, the great Malcolm X, and his point about, there it is, the magic phrase, 400 years of free labor. 400 years of free labor. Taxation without representation. His point was well taken. African Americans in this country are second-class citizens. Why should they be paying the same taxes as anyone else. Taxation without representation, of course, one of the, the hallmarks, one of the slogans of the American Revolution of uh, 1776. <clears throat> okay, let's, let's look in our basket now of labor news. Stop supporting child slavery by avoiding these six chocolate companies. Last September, a lawsuit was filed against a list of companies that includes Hershey, Mars, and Nestle, claiming that the companies were tricking their consumers into funding the child slave labor trade in West Africa. Many companies within the chocolate industry rely almost exclusively on West Africa for their cocoa supply. But most of the cocoa is produced on small farms by farmers suffering their extreme poverty. Okay, this, this is from Educate, Inspire, Change. Uh... These extremes almost always result in child labor. Back in 2001, the chocolate industry pledged to end the practice in the Ivory Coast and Ghana by 2005. That deadline has repeatedly been pushed back. Now the hope is to fully eliminate it by 2020. You need to be aware of what's happening to these children, look behind the money. Ranging from the ages of 11 to 16, sometimes even younger, the conditions of these child slaves proved grim. With children trapped in isolated farms where they work for 80 to 100 hours every single week. They're often beaten, According to Free Children, who spoke on the matter in the film Slavery, a Global Investigation. The beatings were a part of my life, exclaimed free slave 
Ale Diabate. Any time they loaded you with bags of cocoa and you fell while carrying them, nobody helped you. Instead, they beat you and beat you until you picked it up again. Hershey, Mars, Nestle, ADM, Coco, Godiva, and Kraft. Steer clear of those six countries. Let me read them again. Hershey, Mars, Nestle, ADM, Coco, Godiva, and Kraft. Director of Consumer Advocacy at Green America. He marks at the moment no major chocolate company can guarantee that their cocoa supply is not tainted by child labor. Here's some companies that have made a conscious effort not to buy chocolate that might be tainted by child labor. Green and Blacks, Endangered Species, Gardener's Candy, Rapunzel, Cloud Nine, Giddy Yo-Yo, Chocosol, Cliff Bar, I love my Cliff Bar, Coppers, L.A. Burdick Chocolates, Denman Island, Moctezuma's Chocolates, Newman's Own Organics, Paul Newman and his wife Joanne Woodward, Kailua Candy Company, and the Omanhenhe. Cocoa Bean Company. Don't support child labor. Okay, this one's about Chris Christie in in New Jersey. The New Jersey Constitution requires, this is labor news, requires that a budget be passed every year by July 1st. When the legislature failed to do so, Christie ordered a state shutdown a little after midnight. Part of the shutdown involved locking out all state workers deemed non-essential, such as workers in state parks and the DMV and those processing unemployment. But the the lockout wasn't actually about the state budget. It was a manufactured crisis by a governor who is now less popular than root canals. Christie wanted the legislature to give him access to the reserves of the state's largest health care provider, the largest union of state workers, opposed the plan partly because Horizon would have then raised rates on 3.8 million. Christie wants to impress President Trump threatened that if he didn't get the money, he would veto funds for food assistance, preschool expansion, and paid leave claims. The 35,000 members of CWA New Jersey played a fierce role in battling to reopen the state. Although the state is open again, Because of pickets and prior organizing, we were able to make a plan to mobilize tens of thousands of members to picket. These are CWA members. Christie finally blinked in Cade. It certainly helped that he was caught sunning himself at Shutter Island Beach State Park and then caught lying about it. Public outrage was swift and ferocious. 
New Jersey employees keep the state open? Why is net neutrality a working class issue? It's on the In These Times website. Led by President Donald Trump's appointee, Ajit Pai, the FCC is working to roll back rules that ensure the free and open flow of information on the internet. Make no mistake, net neutrality is one of the defining workers' rights and civil rights issues of our time. We all know the internet is driving changes in culture, politics, and the economy. It is also one of the key spaces where workers can organize and where mass movements for racial and economic justice blossom and build power. Net neutrality has had a huge impact on your ability to build community, solidarity, and utility and unity in your workplace. If we kill net neutrality, we will make it more politically possible for Comcast, Verizon, AT&T, and other big telecom providers to raise their prices and sell your private data for profit. Oppose net neutrality. Check the article out. And what's happening at the NLRB? Well, one of Trump's NLRB, he's got two appointments that he can make. One of his NLRB appointees is a management side attorney and a member of the conservative Federalist Society. He's also a shareholder of Littler Mendelssohn. And if you know anything about uh, union campaigns, you'll know that this is one of the top union-busting uh, legal offices. They do everything. They stall. They hire thugs. They threaten. They uh, lie. They'll do anything. And then face the consequences later. <sighs> Emmanuel is not the only appointee raising concern among workers' rights advocates. Marvin Kaplan, another Trump nominee, is a public sector attorney and current counsel to the Commissioner for the Occupational Safety and Health Review Commission. Kaplan pick excites business executives and their advocates who envisioned him helping to overturn Obama-era labor regulations. The excitement is well-founded. Anti-union group Coalition for a Democratic Workplace is strongly behind Kaplan. Check it out on Portside as the media focuses on Russia collusion. Trump is quietly stacking the labor board with union busters. And finally, in our labor news, labor school, our Weingarten rights. What are Weingarten rights? If you are called in to talk to your boss or your immediate supervisor 
and the interview is part of a disciplinary procedure or a component of the employer's procedure for determining whether discipline will be imposed. You have the right to have a union representative or another worker who's a member of the bargaining unit to come with you and sit. Also, if the purpose of the interview is to investigate an employment an employee's performance or discipline, demotion, or other adverse consequences are a possible result. Or, if the purpose of the interview is to elicit facts from the employee to support dis disciplinary action that is probable or that is being considered to obtain admissions of misconduct or other evidence to su support a disciplinary decision already made. Finally, if the employee is required to explain his or her conduct or defend it during the interview or is compelled to answer questions or give evidence. It is an obligation of the union to educate bargaining union, union, unit employees about their wine garden rights before an occasion to use them arises. An employee must state to the employer that he, she wants a union representative present. The employer has no obligation to ask if she or he or she wants a representative. 1975, this case was settled. So use your wine garden rights. little more music and it's almost time to go let's see what we got here some B.B. King. Gentlemen, how about a nice warm round of applause to welcome the world's greatest blues singer, the king of the blues, B.B. King!
September 11th. Your tax dollars and mine paid to overthrow the government down there. About 5,000 people were rounded up and put in a big stadium. It was a scene of horror. There were people being executed, tortured. Then the captain of the guards recognized Victor Hara. But this last poem that he wrote was smuggled out. And I'll just give you a literal translation. We are 5,000 here in this little part of the city. We are 5,000. How many more will we be in the whole city and the country, 10,000 hands which could seed the field, make run the factory, how much humanity with hunger, pain, panic and terror. There are six of us lost in space among the stars. One dead, one beaten, like I never believed a human beings could be so beaten. The other four wanting to leave all the terror. One leaping into space, others beating their heads against the wall. All with their gazes fixed on death. military carry out their plans with precision blood is medals for them slaughter is the badge of heroism oh my god was it for this you created the world was it for this seven days of amazement and toil. The blood of Compañero Presidente 
is stronger than bombs, is stronger than machine guns. Oh, you song, you come out so badly when I must sing the terror. What I see, I never saw. What I felt and what I feel must come out. Ara brotar el momento. Ara brotar el momento. There's one idea about how to. Uh how to solve the, uh, the huge difference in wealth in the U.S. They say music is the food of love. Let's see if you're hungry now. Take a bite, take another, just like a good boy would. Get a sweet thing on the side. Home cooking on the side. Side order could be a daughter. Then you're looking good. Come on, baby, eat the rich. Put the bite on the son of a bitch. Don't mess up, don't you give me no switch. Come on, baby.
was uh, Motorhead with their solution to the uh, wealth discrepancy in the U.S. <clears throat> Eat the Rich. Uh, we had uh, Pete Seeger before that with his song about the great Victor Jara, Estadio Chile, when uh, 1973, when U.S.-backed fascists in Chile overthrew the government and murdered thousands of people in, of all places, a soccer stadium. And then before that, we had the King, B.B. King. <clears throat> Every day, I have the blues. Okay, this is the B, and it's time to sign off. This is the Labor and Love Show, where we tell you how it is. Person gets a dollar they didn't work for, another person worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table that is, where you work, you're probably on the menu. And never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. Goodbye out there to everybody. Special call out to Nita. Good to see you last night. Salina, Malin, the rest of you, you know who you are. Brother Charlie and Sister Alexandra. Okay, everybody. Goodbye and good work, as always. This show is dedicated. 150 workers in the United States who will die because of work-related conditions or happenstances or other things. And if that number is worldwide, we're talking about 3,500 brothers and sisters who won't come back from work today or won't go to work today because they can't. still looking for the uh, statistics on how many millionaires and billionaires have died um, from work-related causes or conditions. We still haven't come up with it. We'll keep trying, though. Bye, everybody.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door and promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event. Now trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee-slapping, side-splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! (laughs) 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8. Hey people, this is the Flatback Plastic Show, and you're tuned in to Mutiny Radio.fm.